All right, y'all. Uh, look, yeah, I wasn't really even trying to sing with that. But welcome back, y'all, to I Like It's Raw with your girl, Mikala Leinani. <sighs> it has been something, y'all. It has definitely been something. Because right now, it's a trying time for a lot of people mentally. And I can definitely say I've been feeling that very heavily. Um, shit. While I'm smoking, this is the topic. <laughs> I didn't even feel like I wanted to touch on this topic, but with everything that's been going on, I've been looking for something to, in some way, I guess I would say run away. Um try and take myself to a different space um and honestly weed and alcohol is the first thing to turn to um when I'm trying to run away from something um and I don't want to say it as in run away like I don't want to deal with my problems because that is a lie like I'm the person that wants to deal with my problems get through my shit and get over and done with that shit. I don't want to sit here and constantly have to face myself over and over again for the same problems that I already knew that I was going through. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, let me just really dive into it because I've been going through some things mentally. Now, I'm not afraid to talk about mental health at all if you are new to my channel if you're new to this podcast welcome it's called i like it the raw because i talk about anything raw and everything raw and taboo well things that are considered taboo and things like that um but you know mental health has been something that i've encountered throughout my life and noticed that i have to work on do the shadow work to improve myself in that aspect. Now, when I first started smoking and stuff, I would look at it as like, you know, something fun to do. I would think it would, you know, take me out of whatever I was dealing with. But after a while, what smoking has became is a way to... Hmm. Smoking has been a way to really bring out the shadow side, to bring out the darkness. Um, and typically, that's what all of us went to astray from, right? I got past this point of weed and alcohol being something that I could enjoy in my last relationship. Um, I used weed and I used weed as a substance for common ground of love. And what I mean by that is I smoked weed a lot in my previous relationship because I felt like that was all we had in common at a point. And I wanted to still be able to relate with this man. One, because I, you know, I loved him. And two, like, we're together 24 fucking seven. Like, I need to be able to relate with this man on something. Um, 
And not saying that we didn't relate in other ways, but not for real. Like, both wanted to, you know, be in better positions in life. But when it comes to a lot of other stuff, we didn't have a lot of things in common. I mean, we definitely wanted to travel new. Like, we're supposed to be our own people, didn't want to work for nobody. But other than that, there was really no common ground. And so, with weed, I would use weed as that common ground, that common denominator that we can have something to talk about, that can start conversations for us, that we can indulge and enjoy together. And weed was that, you know? It was... It's sad because it got to a point where I would be smoking and, you know, I would be chilling. But like I said, now for me, weed amplifies things and it started amplifying things for me back then. And it would just amplify energy. And me and my ex would get into it so much, especially even while smoking, which is why smoking in some ways became like, well, in a lot of ways, became so enjoyable because he would think I would have a problem. And I'm just sitting here, like, chilling. The thing is, it's not that I have a problem. It's the fact that I can feel that the energy is off. I can't hide that I feel like the energy is off. And I felt like if I would say, man, I just feel like the energy is off, it would have just been uh, an entire fucking discussion about nothing. And... So I wouldn't even talk. I wouldn't say anything, you know. I would sit there. I would chill, you know, because I just, I didn't want to make things weird. Because, like, the fact that I could feel the energy is going to give off a big vibration from me because I'm I'm a very strong, energetic being. A lot of people can feel my energy. A lot of people can feel my energy. Even people that don't typically feel energy, they'll be like, oh, you just, there's something about you. They feel that because genuine, it's genuinely in me and my energy is so strong that it's experienced by everyone, but in particular experienced by some. Um, and what I mean by that is, yes, everybody can feel other energies. If I mean, I'm not going to say everybody, but people could feel other energies. And like I said, there's those people that just like, there's something about you. They, they feel it. They just don't know what that is. But they could feel the energy. And with me, it being so strong, you're going to be able to feel the shift. And when I'm like, something ain't fucking right. And that's, I can't explain anything with it. I can't do anything about it. Like, it is what it is. Um, but anyways... That would give him something, some feeling that, oh, there's something wrong. I got a problem, blah, blah, blah. No, I just feel that the fucking energy is off. And there's wasn't any way for me to say that to him in a way that I felt like he would understand because he wasn't very spiritual. Like, he was searching himself and shit. So was I. And then I started developing more into spirituality and it started helping me um, within the relationship cope in a way. Um, especially like when we were living in Vegas. <clears throat> we lived in Vegas and I, we were a, a couple that did threesomes, okay? Like I told y'all, I'm bisexual. 
and even to keep our relationship to try and keep our relationship alive i would you know have threesomes as well um but it wasn't just because of that i did want to experience them but it was primarily to keep the relationship alive um reason i started opting for that i already done been cheated on with this man so I already feel like this is community dick anyway, in a way. And that's just me being honest. Like, that's kind of in some sense where I became comfortable. Wow. Mm, mm, mm. I was allowing community dick to be shared. Shit, he had told me what his dick was. Um, fact of the matter is, even during the relationship, for me not ever coming or, you know, experiencing that intimate pleasure with somebody, that intimate connection with somebody, you know, it became even easier after that. So, with having community dick, you know, I got threesomes, you know, started enjoying these threesomes and shit like that. But, you know, I started... Um, doing self-hypnosis, self-hypnosis, um, and I stopped smoking weed, uh, for maybe like a month, uh, and, you know, I felt good, and my power was starting to really come out, y'all, like, my power was out there, like, it was to a point where I wasn't taking his bullshit, like, after doing so much self-hypnosis and not smoking during that time, I developed a backbone with this nigga. It brought out my true self and my true light. Um, and I started not taking this nigga's bullshit. And then, like, he would start really getting, like, upset, saying, like, oh, I'm just rude and this, that, and the third. And then I started feeling like, damn, am I doing something wrong? Like, I started questioning myself, so... Then I started smoking again. I started getting back minute. I started making myself small in the relationship again. Once I started smoking again. Um, and it was just sad. It was like a spiral. Like I was back under his thumb. And so smoking then again amplified all those feelings. All the feelings of discomfort of not being able to relate and feel like this is a person that really loves me and that really wants to be there for me. Like, all those feelings did arise so much in the times I would smoke, especially with him, because I would never really even be able to smoke by myself. That's one thing also about that relationship. Like, there was such a thing about smoking, like, where he could only roll the shit. And... It was like I had to wait for him to smoke and shit. Like, bro. I, and if I went against it, it felt like I would get in trouble. Like, with this nigga, I always felt like I would get in trouble. But, um, sorry, I'm over here touching this lock that I see just twigging poop. But, um, yeah. I just became a smaller version of myself. Real quiet, real, real fearful in a way. Um, I didn't want to get yelled at by him and shit like that. And I didn't want to cause problems. And I always felt like he was making everything out to be me, which he was. But it wasn't me. It was him. And it was me. It was a combination. 
It was what I allowed, and it was what he did. Hey, there you go. So that shit would happen, and you know, mm, mm, that shit was just was some bullshit. But all in all, I noticed the power that I gained when I didn't smoke, and that's why, like. I've been feeling weird about weed and alcohol, partaking, um, partaking in it. I grew such a backbone and I elevated, you know, during the last few months of the relationship, it was like, I've never, I've never felt so uncomfortable around the person, (laughs) but it was just like, it wasn't, it was just, it was like, damn, all these years, I used a substance to make myself susceptible to taking harsh behavior. Wow. That is enlightening, dog. God damn. And in some ways, the substance would hip, inhibit me from making the decision to love myself and choose myself. So once I actually stopped smoking, I was able to do that. But I'm sorry, I'm just coming to so many different revelations, y'all. Even when I broke up with him, moved back to Michigan with my family, there was a period where I just wasn't smoking at all. But I felt amazing. I wasn't smoking or drinking. I just felt great. Um, And it just, you know, I felt like opportunities and everything was just coming into me because I knew that's what I needed to do. And even with alcohol, like back in the relationship, I would use alcohol to arouse me, to make me freakier in bed um, because we didn't have a good sex life we didn't our sex life was trash our sex life was fucking garbage bro and it was because there was no intimacy there was no connection there and i could be honest like the nigga's dick wasn't bad but it wasn't doing anything for me like the nigga's dick wasn't bad it just was not doing anything for me he didn't know how to satisfy me how to touch me And I didn't feel comfortable even explaining that to him. Shit, I actually did explain and tell him, like, you know, I like you being dominated. I want dominance in the bedroom. I want all that. You know what I'm saying? And when this nigga would choke me, it was just so, I couldn't believe the shit. I I wanted to laugh, dog. I wanted to fucking laugh because I really couldn't. I'm like, this nigga. And when I would talk to him about because I'm like a person, I want to role play. I want to do some freaky, fun shit. He's like, man, I, I done choked you. I always be choked you. Nigga, I could count on my hands how many times this nigga had choked me in a seven-year relationship. But no, I can't even get aroused. I can't get stimulated. But alcohol would serve that purpose. It said, girl, just take charge and go hard and just be nasty. Because I'm not the initiator. I don't like initiating. Um, 
But I'll initiate with, you know, certain people. But um, to a certain degree. <laughs> but, you know, alcohol would just make me lose all my inhibitions. Just go for it and whatever. Sex on being drunk was great. Um, but it just, it's still... Tap use alcohol to want to be intimate with somebody and enjoy the intimate and be in the intimate moment with somebody. That's no, that's a motherfucking no. I shouldn't have to do none of that. So yeah, but anyways, I had came. Y'all, I'm over here just putting the gloss on the ship. But anyways, I had came back, stopped drinking and stopped smoking. I just was alive, you know what I'm saying? I felt like so many different opportunities were thrown my way. Like, I was just in alignment with myself and self-love and taking things as they were, you know, not trying to use alcohol or weed to cover up those emotions because it's crazy. Like, as much as people want to act like they don't use weed to run away from their problems, oh, just because it's a natural substance does not mean you're using it properly. You know what I'm saying? Um, especially my friend Sin, as you know, I am a dancer as well. Sin is my dance partner. She is my partner in crime. Hey, baby girl. (laughs) But she told me, she's like, you know, I don't want to make it sound weird or anything, but I like to set an intention before I smoke. And I'm like, me and her, like, we're real connected spiritually. And I'm like, girl, why didn't you tell me this sooner? So since I have been smoking, I have been setting intentions behind when I smoke so I can have the outcome of what I started smoking for. I don't want to smoke for no purpose. And that's what a lot of people do. And that's why I don't like hanging around a lot of people or wanting to, you know, just, I don't fucking know, be in people's space. Because what is it? What y'all about to do? Well, we about to sit here and smoke. Then what? Nuts. Well, damn, I don't feel like I'm accomplishing anything here. You know, I want to be able to have action and intention behind the reason I am doing this. And so once I started putting that behind it, weed has been getting better for me. Um, And that's literally in the past few days. Um, I've only started this, what, maybe Monday? putting the intention behind the reason I'm smoking weed. And I have came to so many revelations. I've had so many good crying sessions that were just needed. But after this, and once I run out, like I'm not going to run back and get it because I know with me not being on these substances, in some way I just know weed will try sometimes... If I don't set that intention behind it, it will deter me. Shit. And even when I do set an intention behind it, it will deter me in a way for something that feels physically good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you talk to people or you're nicer than than you usually are. Nice people get ran over. Kind people stand their ground. You turn nice. And you allow some things to transpire that you don't want to transpire sometimes. I, that's why 
sometimes it works for me and sometimes it doesn't. But as of recently, it has. And it has been elevating my mind and allowing me to eloquently describe the feelings that I'm feeling, the things that are happening. And that was my intention even behind smoking on camera right here. I prayed. I prayed. I set an intention behind it. I never, wow, it's crazy. My head is going crazy calling it prayer because it was prayer to my spirit guides and myself. Because I am creator. I am. So I set that prayer. And here I am. Able to talk to you all. About this experience. To a point where I feel like there are so many of you that do understand what I'm saying. And I hope you do. Because this is going to be your wake up call. Because if you have been feeling this way. Feeling like you just need to let some shit go. So you can evolve. Because this shit is holding you back. Like, regardless, that be like, you don't even need to quit it completely, right? You don't have to quit it completely. But you can do it at the end of your day when you know it's not going to hold you back from doing what you need to do. It's not going to hold you back from doing your taking care of your priorities. You feel me? But it's not going to deter you from accomplishing what you need to accomplish for that day. So whether it be you don't need to smoke all day until you about to go to bed, go to bed, do that. Whether it's, you know, you can smoke during the day, you know, it just needs to be a fucking giddy ass sativa, no hybrid, no indica, a fucking giddy ass sativa. You know that do what you need to do. But with this time that I have been taking to partake in marijuana, and setting my intention behind what I'm going to get out of it. Within doing that, now I know I'm going to be so much better. Like, say for my last blunt or my last joint, my intention is to just stop smoking. I already know because I know I'll do what my intention is set out to do because it just frames my mind to accomplish what was set. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to work for everybody like that. I'm just telling y'all what my experiences, you know, my experiences at this time. I'm looking to elevate and to grow. Not to be comfortable. Not to allow things to pass me by. Because essentially, we without an intention will do that. It's done that for me. Has it done it for you? Shit. <laughs> but all in all, if y'all have ever felt like weed and alcohol does nothing but amplify the shadow work that needs to be done on yourself, know that you're not alone. Because I've been wondering that for myself. I've been wondering if there's anybody else out here that when they're drinking and smoking and you could be trying to get pissy ass drunk, you just be so cognizant of what's going on, but you you just off balance. But I'm cognizant as fuck, nigga. Like, you're not alone. Please, if you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment down below on your experiences with weed and alcohol. You know, I've done shrooms. 
But I'll do an entire another episode for shrooms because I have a lot more exploring to do within the field of shrooms. So I can elevate and tell y'all what the fuck I've experienced. But if y'all have ever had any experiences like this, if you have this type of feeling, please drop that in the comments below. Like this video. Subscribe if you're not subscribed to my channel and you're watching on YouTube. Share this video. You can copy the link and put it in your motherfucking uh, time news feed shit. You know, just share your girl around. Let me know if you're feeling like that, though. Thing is, I'm going to tell you, listen to your body if it's telling you to stop. I'm listening. I'm making, like I said, that last joint that I come to. I got to set that intention. Because there's a lot of success coming my way. A lot of success that is mine. And for me to vibrationally be able to align and stay attuned with it. Right now, I'm feeling like there has to be... Something has to give. And it has to be that. Especially it's like because when I smoke and drink with people... It's just always the same fucking shit with alcohol. It's the same thing. Going to clubs, going to parties. It's the same fucking thing. I'm ready for something new. One, 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 baby. Always. Like I said, if you are listening to me on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and share. If you're listening to me on any of your major platforms, that be a Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Wherever you're listening to me, please share this episode around. Please. I know I done posted this shit on Instagram. Share them clips, y'all. I really appreciate y'all so much. If you are on Instagram like I was talking about, make sure you follow me at Mikala Leinani. M-I-K-A-L-A-L-E-I-N-A-N-I. Follow the podcast Instagram at I Like It Raw Podcast. And my skating Instagram at MKSkates with two Zs, no S. Um, I got some incredible things coming up and coming out for y'all, so I'm very excited. Just, you know, keep up with me. Follow me, because there's a lot going on. So, until next time, make sure y'all stay high, strapped up, and safe. And I'll talk to y'all soon.